Ah, uh, yes. Hello, everybody. And, you know, welcome to episode number three, season number one of the Maximum Overdrive podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brian. I'm Justin. And this is the Maximum Overdrive podcast. And welcome to episode number three, season number one of the Maximum Brover Drive podcast. And wait, Justin, what is that noise? It's it's (laughs) on the roof. (laughs) Oh my God, he's he. It's it's Santa Claus. Can you believe it? Can you believe it, Justin? Santa Claus. I don't believe it. Hello, Brian. Hello, Justin. Hi, hi, Santa. (laughs) What brings you here? Oh, just. Stopping by. Wow, it is so nice that Santa stopped by the studio. I can't believe it. Yeah, uh, just um, you got any smokes? Uh, I I do, but I'm kind of plumb out right now at the time. But uh, we can roll the J later if you want to, Santa. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, um, uh, oh, gotta go. Oh boy. All right. Well, goodbye, Santa. Uh, uh, can I just go through the door? Yeah, just uh, go go right through the door. All right. Um, All right there, um, there is no chimney. I don't know how you go. How did I, you get in here? I, I remember um, um, the door hard to open. Pain in the ass. But all right, um, uh, just let yeah, yourself right, out. Right. Do I lock it? Yeah. Yes, lock it. Okay. Um. All right. Well. Bye. Bye. Bye, Santa. Bye, Santa. Wow. I can't believe that Santa stopped by the studio. That was so nice. It was really cool. That he, he didn't came ask by. me what I wanted, though. Well, I mean, he's got shit to do, man. I wanted to write him a letter. That's yeah, all. Write him a letter. Well, Justin, we are broadcasting from the Nakatomi Plaza for this episode. The drinks are flowing. Oh, I have flowing. I have a little bit of uh, eggnog with a little scotch I threw in there uh, for a little added kick. Um, uh, st- it's delicious. I am enjoying a um, almond milk eggnog. It is it's thick. It's thick. It's thick. Like I like them. Um. So yeah, we're from the Nakatomi Plaza. So obviously. You know what we're covering, or you should know, we're covering the 1988 classic Die Hard. Die Hard. It is my favorite action movie, and it's just a great movie in general. Um, This movie, 94% on the Rotten Tomatoes for both critics and audience alike. Um, Like three bad reviews for critics. You know who gave it a bad review? I'm guessing Ebert. Yes, he did. Yeah. He literally hates everything. But I like that he stood by his uh, kind of take on this movie because he was asked some years later and pretty much stood by it. So is he wrong? Yes, obviously he's wrong. Um, But it's a great movie. So, Justin, why don't you tell us, like, who directed this masterpiece? Uh, this is uh, directed by um, uh, John McTerriman, or Terriman, I believe. Uh, John McTerriman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Written by uh, Jeb Stewart and uh, Stephen D'Souza, um, who's okay. fucking fantastic. He's done a lot of good things, but it's originally based on a novel by um, Roderick Thorpe. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard that, I heard that. And, uh, you know, it stars Bruce Willis as, uh, you know, John McClane. Hans uh, is played by Alan Rickman. The great. Uh, Bonnie Bedelia uh, plays, uh, you know, Polly, uh, you know, uh, John McClane's wife. Uh, Rachel Van Johnson, Carl. Carl yes. Winslow. Carl Winslow. You know, he's in this. He's great uh, in this. Yeah, uh, Clarence Gilliard uh, from Walker, Texas Ranger, you know, mm-hmm. of fame, plays Theo. And, uh, you know, you got, um, I forget who plays it, but fucking, I just want to talk about the guy who plays Argyle. Okay. He's okay. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He I is. He's still living off that moment. He, uh, he does should, like conventions. As and he stuff, should be. As he should. He is great. Get, get your bag, my he friend. He kind of. He kind of plays a critical role, at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and you kind of forget about him. They cut to him every once in a while. Um, I liked Argyle. He was probably one of uh, you know, he's a great character in the movie. I um, would. I would love to see, like a side movie. Of just Argyle, like what it is a day to day, like who he drives around. Yeah. That would be great. Absolutely. I'd watch that. 
A lot of casting what ifs. I mean, those were some great castings. Uh, I guess Bruce Willis actually put in for Bonnie Bedelia to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, he saw her in something and uh, wanted her. But did you know that this was not originally a Bruce Willis vehicle? Really? Yeah. Um, it was no. I mean, this movie went to like Stallone, John, Don Johnson, uh, Charles Bronson, Harrison Ford, which I could I, see. I could <laughs> see Harrison Ford doing this I, movie. I want a picture. Charles Bronson yeah. as a character. Come to the coast. Hey, buddy. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a few laps. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know who originally was offered this was uh, good old Frank Sinatra. He was in The Detective. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is basically who the role was kind of based around. Could you imagine Sinatra in this? He turned it down, thankfully. He was like yeah. 70 at the time. Can you imagine? I mean, like, he would slap the shit out of Bonnie. <laughs> he, yeah. For you go by Gennaro. <laughs> I know you like that Italian name, but come on, Broad. My wife Holly had legs that would go on for days. <laughs> he would, he would, uh, he would definitely rough off Bonnie, and would instead of smoking, would just constantly have a scotch in his hand. Yeah, scotch in his hand, yeah. just like constantly. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, the casting what ifs. I could see Harrison Ford kind of playing that role. He later kind of did a Die Hard. He did uh, Air Force One. That was yes, Die Hard on a plane. Um, he would be great in it, but I don't think he... And no one captured this character quite like... I mean, Bruce Willis was in, like, two movies prior. Yeah. And nothing action-related. Yeah. He was on Moonlighting. He was still doing Moonlighting yeah. during this. Episode. Yes. That was a banner year from Moonlighting, uh, he meets Demi Moore, and he stars in the action movie that set kind of precedent for all future do, action do, movies. Do you want a little little trivia of where he proposed to Demi Moore at? I would love to know that. Uh, Pink's hot dog stand. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he, I uh, liked them together. They I were, thought they were really good. You know, you know, Godspeed to Bruce Yeah, Willis. it's so sad what he's going through. It's yeah. really tragic. It's, you know, he he, he was in the goaded film. Mm-hmm. As my kid says, he says everything is goaded. So Die Hard, is it goaded? Die Hard's goaded, man. It is. It is a goaded film. Um, tell me some of your trivia. Okay, um, well, um, Brian, um, I got a not. I got some trivia for you. Um, a little uh, trailer game uh, okay. trivia we're gonna play. Okay. All right. All okay. Right. These were some of the movie trailers that appeared during uh, you know the VHS uh, you know uh, trailers of uh, of Die Hard. Okay. This stars a famous actor. Who makes a wish to become a, to become an adult? Oh, that same year is same year. Oh, that's uh, big. That's big. Okay, yeah. all right, very yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. that was an easy one. That maybe. was an easy one. Um, this one might be a little more difficult. Maybe. Um, it's a savvy um, New York City uh, secretary gives her conniving boss a business tip, and she steals it without giving her any credit. Was that Working Girl? That fucking hell, that's Working Girl. That is Working Girl. All right, well, I just fucked up I had a whole other thing else to do. But, um, also, this movie came out July 22nd, 1988. So, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. I mean, it's a Christmas movie, a and we're going to talk about it a bit, but, but Christmas in July, baby. Christmas in July, which leads me to my next thing I want to ask you. Capcom released um, a video game called Bionic Commando. Um, during this time, like on July 20th, it was oh. released. And, um, Brian, do you want to know the number one song on July 22nd when this movie came out? 1988, July 22nd. 1988. You, what genre would it be? You were a fan of him. Was it Richard Marks? It was Richard Marks, yes. Um, oh, God, 1988. I don't know. I don't know what the it song was. It was uh, Hold On to the Night. Oh, man. Hold On that's a, that was, to That Memory. That is a great song. That's a good I song. I wanted to say the other mo- song, Baby, this time. But that was well after. That was like that was, in the 90s. That was when he 90s. played. Like the baseball player, the baseball like, player, yeah. The Cubs win the World Series. Yeah. LOL. That was laughable. LOL doesn't happen they for wanted, another thirty you know, They won in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh well, yeah, man. That was a dream and a half. Cubs won the World Series. Okay. Chicago boy. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, um, Justin, what's up? Um, how do we feel about Die Hard? Um, you know. Um, I wait, is that a Christmas movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Well, Justin, I'm glad you asked. Is it a Christmas movie? Because it is a Christmas movie. I can tell you that it, it, it is indeed. So 
what do we what do we have to make a great Christmas movie? It needs to be set during Christmas, it which it is set during Christmas. Um, and Christmas has to be a central theme. This movie is not just like a couple days before Christmas or like December twenty sixth. This is Christmas Eve, leading right into Christmas. So it's set during Christmas. There's Christmas music, all abound. Uh, you know, ends with a Christmas song. Um, you hear Christmas and Hollis. You do by Argyle. He plays that. Um, there's this Merry Christmas is said throughout. So it's, there's this Christmas spirit. Uh, do we have a Santa? Well, we have a Santa-like character in Al. Um, yes. He is a jolly, kind of chubby uh, man, and he I has a sweet. Al. He has a sweet tooth, um, and he is very giving. Um, so I would say that that it has Santa and also uh, Tony when he gets murked. Uh, McLean puts him up as Santa and says, "Now I have a machine gun." Ho ho ho! Uh, so yes, uh, his wife. His name Holly. I mean, that is not an accident. No. Um, does it snow? Well, it's California, and there is a bit of the white stuff in this movie. Oh, when yes. Alice, Alice does cocaine, and they call that snow. And also at the end of the movie, it rains paper. Um, it ends with the basically the 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 Argyle character say, "This is how they celebrate Christmas." I gotta see how they celebrate New Year. So yes, this is a Christmas movie. You have a Grinch Lake character. And the Paul Gleason character, he's a Grinch. Um, so, yes, this is a Christmas movie. And if you say it's not a Christmas movie, you hate fun. And <laughs> I don't want to be your friend. Um, it's a great action movie. It's a great Christmas movie. And it's a great movie in general. So, I gave what I think is, you know, why it's a Christmas movie. Let's talk about this movie, Let's Justin. Let's do it. Let's, Let's go. get into it. You know, it starts off, you know... John comes into L.A., New York cop. He's a stranger in a strange land. There is a lot of freaky shit in California, especially he, for an old school New York. He guy. makes a lot of like only in, yeah, only only in California. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That woman in spandex runs and jumps up and yeah. into the guy's arms. He's like, oh, California, man. He goes to the party and the guy yeah. kisses him. Yeah, only in California. He, I noticed like he, like these are just shows you how outdated a lot of the stuff is now. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a gun on the plane. Yeah, he has a gun, gun on the plane. plane. You can smoke in the, yeah, he's everywhere. He was the... ripping darts in the airport. Yeah. Uh, on the plane, I think. I mean, there is, there was a lot of smoking in this movie. Um, but yeah, it, 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 that shows you how dated it is. Uh, but John lands in LA. He's a stranger in a strange land, a fish out of water. You know, like I just wrote here, yeah, too. Yeah, back then people can bring guns on planes. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, he meets Argyle, and Argyle, I like the John has never ridden a limo, and it's evident from the first moment you see it because he rides in front. Yeah, you know, he's this old school guy that probably never been in his limo his whole life, as he says. He meets Argyle, and Argyle has him pegged from the get go. You know, he's like, oh, so you figured uh, your wife would move out here and she'd fail and come crawling back to you. Um, so yeah, he has him figured out and, you know, he knows, and he also kind of predicts the end of the movie. Yeah. He says, you know, you kiss, the music goes up and what happens at the end of the movie? Spoiler alert. Um, do we need to do spoiler alert for a movie that was made in 1988? <laughs> a movie that's over 30 years old? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need to do spoiler. They kiss at the end. Everything is happy. So yeah, I, I like the introduction to the Argyle character. I thought he was awesome. Argyle ruled. Like, that was my first note. This is Argyle's great. Like from the jump, mm-hmm. I loved Argyle. Argyle is awesome. Yeah, so then we uh, we go to the party. You meet Ellis, who just does a oh, fat rail <laughs> of coke. And the boss walks in, and either Mr. Takagi is completely ignorant, but he's not because you find out he says, uh, this is Holly's husband, yeah. Holly's policeman. Like, Mr. Takagi must be very loosey-goosey, or Ellis has to be one hell of a, a deal-maker because... He doesn't seem to care. He seemed very savvy. Yeah, know, he was just like, he's like, okay, fine. If it keeps you going, do the rally. You do a, At least do the coke in the bathroom like a civilized human being, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have... This party <coughs> is uh, 
is rocking like for stuffed shirt rocking like, oh my it's god it's a lot of it like is, they i mean someone goes someone comes in the one office and tries to have sex and, yes uh, they do they say yeah. they try to go into the and later uh, on the lady runs out and she's like oh yeah, yeah, you, you, you have yeah, tits yeah you have you, the tits now you have, you have some, <laughs> the tits now <laughs> yeah so this party is 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 is, is off the rails as yes. the kids say whoever says it then uh Holly shows up, you know, because uh, John's in there talking to Alice, talking to Tagagi. He's completely, uh, you know, kind of, you know, clash of cultures. And when Holly walks in, you can tell she still has it for John. Like, they've been estranged, but though she she obviously has feelings from she had him come out. Um, but when he walks in and she when she walks in and sees him, she's still like, oh, you know, giving him vibes. Yeah. And uh, boy, does he fuck that up. Yes. Um, starts an argument with her like right away. Like, dude, don't be a dick. Okay, she's going by your maiden name. Whatever. Maybe pick your battles, John. Yes. And um, now is not time on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now is not not neither the time nor the place, as they say. Um, the henchmen arrive. They kind of you know it cuts scenes on there. You get this Huey Lewis looking guy. Yes. I. You I have, hate I hated that guy. Out of all the yeah. villains, I I yeah, hated him. Yeah, the, 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 the security guy. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was the worst. He he sucked, and he finally gets his in the end. But man, it took so long for him to get justice. I hated that guy. Liked every other bad guy, you know, pretty much, yeah. with the exception of him. He just kind of grated on my last nerve. You have the um the one guy, the one blind German who I believe I forget his name. He was uh Carl's brother. Okay, but, yeah, Tony in the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. He legit had the same haircut as I did when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. He, he did. did. That same, that like, same kind of... Like, how I cut it myself, yeah, and I yeah. look like that. It was yeah. bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His brother had fabulous hair. It was, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl has great hair. Great hair. Carl uh, Ballet, a ba- ballerina, the Bolshoi, I think it was the Bolshoi. Yeah. Um, yeah, defected to America. Uh, crazy. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the Tony character. Um... He's probably, you know, he's one of those other villains that just, like, so cool. Alan Rickman, Fuck speaking it. of the villains arriving, he doesn't say anything for the longest time. And when he finally speaks, he's so calm, cool, and collected that that is more frightening than a guy coming in with a machine gun and shouting. The way he kind of just spoke in a measured manner, I would be terrified. Yeah. Um, You know, it was just so threatening. But what I also love is, uh, like, for as much research as they did on this building... You know, the terrorists know the plot. You know, they, they we knew where to find the phone line. She's like, left, right. And he's saying out loud, they've studied the blueprints of the building. They know how to they get in. They plans. know every weakness. Yeah. They know everything about Takagi, his whole LinkedIn profile. They know it. When he graduated, you know, when he went to, you know, even went to grade school. But they don't know what he looks like. That, that this <laughs> was... There's like three Asian guys This is racial profile. Yeah, it is. It is. They were just like eyeballing every single like Japanese man. Well, I mean there's only there. there was only three guys there. But, but I mean you still. can't tell me that they don't know which one. They know his whole profile. You know, they got everything, but we don't know what he looks like. He could have been adopted. Yeah, yeah true. It could have been the you know, could have just <laughs> Phil Takagi. Uh just <laughs> went by his parents' name. Yeah. He was just a born old white guy. Yeah. Um exactly. that, that is very well possible. I did not think of that. Uh, but anyways Takagi gets outed um so there's also like um so one of the things that um the guy a guy that played told told john mm-hmm. to do was uh take off his shoes you know like you know make fists with his feet make your feet yeah and um so this scene when that happened i just wrote down quinta tarantino probably approves of this yeah of this yeah scene. yeah he just, feet, like, yeah i was thinking if he never met that guy yeah he has his shoes yeah and a lot of the pain that he in, is endured in this movie it's probably cut down by a good 50%. Yeah. But you see a lot of John's feet. Yeah. Tarantino just like, There's a I lot like of, it. A lot of, <laughs> he likes it. Even Guy, he's like, oh yeah, 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 baby, yeah, 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 yeah even, baby, even, yeah, even Bruce Willis. I saw that movie and he had a cast him in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. This goes right back to that. He's like, saw it as a, you know, his youth. He's like, fuck it. Bring him into this movie whenever I do it. Um, then you got uh, Hans. I like, uh, he has some great lines in the whole process of him taking into Kagi. He's like, uh, uh, John Phillips, London. I have the same. I have yes. two suits. Though, and uh, also when he walks into the whole room, and when Alexander saw the breath of his domain, he wept, for there are no more worlds to conquer. That bridge that they had in there—that was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. Did you well, know that? Yeah. 
A lot of the architecture in there was a was a Frank yeah. Lloyd Wright jerk off. We live in the hub of Frank Lloyd Wright here yes, in Buffalo. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was very. Uh, they, they, it was that whole scene there was a very uh, homage to Frank Lloyd Wright, for sure. Um, then we learn about the true motives of Hans as the audience. You know why he gives a speech earlier about you know the greed of this company. And he's there to steal the money. Yes. And he's there to steal uh, bear bonds. Now, for those <laughs> who are listening and at home. And for you. And for me. <laughs> um, what are bear bonds? You know, Justin, obviously, bear bonds are bonds that are bared by some I don't fucking know dude I worked in banking for 20 years I couldn't tell you what bearer bonds are sometimes one time someone told me and it's one of those things where I'm just like uh-huh and I still didn't get it um just not politely just not polite yeah, Homer yeah. Simpson politely <laughs> nodding um yeah I don't know what it is but apparently I from my understanding they're probably used to be untraceable yeah it's like stealing money which why don't you just steal money um yeah, six hundred eighty million. I think it was. I mean, that is probably well over a billion dollars in today's money, in the inflation calculator. But yeah, what uh, what happens then? We got a uh, Takagi gets interrogated uh, to get the codes. Yes. And tell us about that. Uh, he's just not cracking at all. He's like, that's it. He, he can't, can't do it. it. He yeah, he can't do it. Can't it, do it. And uh, for his ignorance or for his bravado, what does he get? He gets capped. He gets capped, man. That is the uh, well second death. Yes. Of this. Yes. I am. I kept a tally. Of, you kept okay. Okay. Of all the deaths in this. So okay. Security so guard, so, so security, so security guard, and then Takagi. Yes. Okay. So we got two so far. Yes. Well, do you want to do your the murder told now? Or? Um, I can do it now, or we can save. We can it's save for the fire. It's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, there is like a total of twenty three deaths in this movie. Okay, are you counting the uh, the ones in the helicopter? Yes, I am. Okay. All right, all right. Twenty three deaths. Wow, that yeah. seems it seems like it's brazenly high, but also not a. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, you feel like maybe Look, more people in the um in part two. Um, there was like over a hundred. Okay, yeah. Yes. So plane gets blown up. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Spoilers for yeah. Spoiler Die Hard Two. For Die Hard 2. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Is that, are we going to cover that? I know we're going to do that Die Hard with the Vengeance. We're, we're, we'll do the first three, I think. Um, yeah. You know, I've Die seen day, um, I've seen those those mm-hmm. ones, and I can't tell you a bloody thing about yeah. them. The ones with Justin Long in it, I'm like, I like no ill will towards Justin Long, but Just, Justin Long is not action movie yeah kind of yeah, yeah he's, he's in a movie right one of those yes he is okay yes, all right yeah. okay well, yeah. i forget which one but he's in it and yeah it's not a good one um yeah, i just so, can't yeah. picture him as like an and you know anything action related like how dane cook is in an action movie oh ew. yeah 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 ew. fuck that creep <laughs> yeah he's terrible um yeah so uh takagi gets murdered yes john goes to the roof um, yes. A lot of this movie, John is by himself. Yes, and that's what I it, you you get the true kind of essence of the McLean character, and and Bruce Willis nails it, man. He's not superhuman, um, you know. He's not like it, at the time you had Schwarzenegger, you had Stallone, you know. These guys were beefcakes. They were they were jacked, man. They were yoked. And I think that Bruce Willis is is not a yoked guy. Yeah. And he's in this movie a lot, and you kind of just rely on his wit and his kind of coolness. Um, but yeah, he goes to the roof, um, and he does what any normal person would do. He tries to set off. He sets off a fire alarm. Yeah, he sets the fire alarm to get the thing, so like <clears throat> get the fire department. Yes. So he thinks, okay, we're gonna do that, and that's the thing. He's not a superhuman. He knows he can't take him in by himself. So like, okay, set the fire alarm. Fire department comes. We'll see what's gonna happen. Police will come. They'll fix it. Fire department gets sent away because they got a security guard calling it off and says, yeah, false alarm. I hate to tell you, in a false alarm situation, the fire department still shows up. Um, that was kind of a little bit of a, you know, movie flub. Um, he tries to get the police later on involved, calling the police. So, again, he's yeah, not like, this I super... Yeah, like, I suppose those 
dispatchers are probably some of the worst dispatchers yeah, in history. Yeah, this is this this is an emergency line. He's like, did it sound like I'm fucking ordering a pizza? <laughs> He's like, you know, sending all these people dead, and the girls like. Like, ah, probably yeah, a prank call. Yeah, probably a prank call. Send a black and white car on the way. Like, you know, not let's send in the cavalry. I, I just also want to add that this, like, group of bad guys is very inclusive. Yeah, there you get a very diverse bunch. Diverse. And diverse. I, you got you the German what? guys, okay. Yes. You got, uh... You got Uli. Asian Ron Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> Asian Ron Jeremy. Uh, you got, uh, Theo. Yes. Um... Trevac from, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you got a, you got a, a very, very diverse... This, this movie had Michael Champion, a shout-out to our last, our first episode. Yeah, yeah. That would have been absolutely perfect, because, yeah. like, he was around that time. You know, he was, he was doing those he was, things. He was doing that, he was doing the henchman scene, yeah. so he, he could have, he could have been this. I yeah. could easily could have seen him be, yeah. like, the Tony character or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, Michael Champion's um, up in R.I.P.D. Speaking of Tony, uh, Tony goes up because he finds out the alarm's been sent off. He goes up there. They send him up. He gets disposed of. And, you know, we get a Santa dressing up. He sends him down in the elevator. And he writes on his shirt, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Perfect. I mean, this movie has so many quotable lines. That is, that is a, yes. a sweatshirt. I need to get that sweatshirt in my life. Um, I need that now. I have, I have machine gun ho 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 shirt. Um, that would be great. So yeah, we get we get Santa yeah. next. Come on, we get Santa in Al. We get the scene of Al, uh, uh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Um, I, I I do like the part when he um, when he kills Tony though. Uh, so he tries to put his shoes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he says, uh, he says some some lines of um, nine, nine, nine million, million terrorists in the world. world. Like like a, we're a guy who has a smaller feet <laughs> than my sister. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that that man was probably a good six inches taller than Bruce Willis. That man did not have little feet by he, any standards. He, he might have petite feet. He might have petite. I doubt he had petite feet. I mean, listen, <laughs> I don't have really big feet, so. Even if I was in this situation, and let's say the one person was a, like a, 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 I don't know, whatever, small feet smaller than me, um, I would still squeeze my little feet in that thing and and put those shoes on because I'm not going out barefoot no, to fight the terrorists. I will, I will risk getting blisters. Yeah, I, I can't be barefoot at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can be like, barefoot outside, but I mean, I, I if can't. I'm if I'm trying to escape on a hostage situation, I'm gonna put on some shoes. So. They um, um they you know they call the black and white they mm-hmm. they get to um Al yes and he's yes. at the uh, the gas station you know buying all the snack cakes the Twinkies whatever uh, yeah 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 I, I okay I haven't had um like a Twinkie or any of those things in like almost like twenty five years yeah you're not really missing out no they look so good to me like yeah, I, I saw Twinkies those, like, are like the things that like you're like those look good it's the same kind of thing where you're like you're like oh I need that and then you having like. Maybe I don't need it. <laughs> Maybe I don't need this. Okay. Um, um, but he, but that's so again, like I was saying before, he's a Santa like character. He's yes. this, he's this happy little man. He's got a sweet tooth like Santa does with his cookies. And me. Um, and you and yes. me and me. We got some cookies here. We do have some cookies. Um, um, I noticed that also when he was outside. Did you see how cheap gas was? Yes. Yeah. It was like seventy eight cents. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was another timely thing oh, on there. Like, and back then they probably complained about they're like fucking yeah. seventy eight cents. Seventy cents a gallon this is ridiculous. Thanks man. a lot, Bush. <laughs> Thanks, Bush. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get a uh, John makes his escape now because now that they know he's there, um, what is it? Uh, he goes up in the. Uh, he, he goes up. He goes up to the roof. In, in, yeah. the vents. Yeah, the vents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's just come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. Look at the laughs. And then he says, "Now I know how a TV dinner." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's says, got those... so many quotes are there. By the way, he would have been. In a real vent, which they would not be that big. Um, this is where I nitpick movies. Um, <laughs> there'd be little nails sticking through the vent because when you when those things get hammered, they're little nails. They're not super long, but they're long enough where they puncture and you know it's it's sheet metal. It's not that thick. Um, but those nails would be poking up, so he would be getting like cut up in the arms. But I'm not going to nitpick the movie. We're not going to nitpick, but we're going to nitpick. We're not we're not going to nitpick because our dad was a big nitpicker. <laughs> Um, we'll do movies. we'll do a few of those uh, of his movies. Yeah, Stay tuned for like Glenn over the Skinner top nitpicks. and Tangled yeah. Cash. Yeah. And, oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, we got to discuss what we're gonna do next. Yeah. Um, so then uh, he's f- fighting off this one guy now. So now he gets out of the vents, um, and uh, he's uh, crawling underneath the table. 
that's that scene where it comes into, and he's like, uh, the guy's reloading, takes like an hour to reload, and he's like, no more table! And he, uh, fires up yeah. at him. That's, that's they, death number four, I think. I think there's another one, I think after he shoots the guy at the table. Okay. There's one before him. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 my, I, yeah, my notes are, I might have skipped there's, something. There's a few, there, it's, it, they, they, this is where it's like rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. No they, there is, there is a lot of, of deaths uh, real quick. Um, that in that scene though, when he was underneath the table and shot up, uh, Bruce Willis lost a substantial amount of his hearing because the blanks were so close to his ears that uh, he lost like thirty percent of his, yeah. hair in his left ear. Or something. And his hair. <laughs> and his hair. Yeah, he had. He, well, he was already losing his. Yeah, hair but he lost even more. Yeah. And then um, this is when um, uh, a body gets like you know yeeted. Yeah, Well, because that's when comes, Al's leaving. He's leaving, so he just like throws the body. I don't know how he got that body through the window. And managed to uh, get it onto the vehicle. Like, hit um, it perfectly. Yeah, perfectly. You know, I I don't know if it's intentional, by the way, not to get off topic here, but that scene where it hits the, the, the police car, in Con Air, when they throw the body... No, that body would be, like, what I'm saying, <laughs> But I'm saying, like, that body, when it hits there, like, when it falls on the, on the car... Um, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I always kind of felt that that scene was kind of an homage to Die Hard, um, with like the 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 body getting thrown on the and then the message on and there. the message on yeah. there. So I don't know. I don't know if it maybe it is, maybe it's not. But Conair is definitely Conair is goaded. I love Conair. It's but. great, and um, <clears throat> yes, we will review that movie one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, he then he. Uh, by the way, when he throws him off the building, he says another great quote in this movie. Welcome to the party, pal. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's like, you know, again, perfect Sunday. Then his car gets lit up, by the way. Al's car gets lit up. Because once the, once the henchmen realize bodies out the window, they just start firing upon him. And that's when he's like, okay, got to get out of here. Throws it in reverse. You know, backs the frick out of there. Um, they yeah. start shooting him. He, like, crashes his car, like, into a ditch. All that yeah, jazz. Yeah, falls off. Yeah, falls on the little embankment. Um, then... Then McLean's got one of the radios, and he's like, uh, kind of uh, communicating uh, with the bad guys. And yeah, it's when he gets called cowboy. When yeah. many times he gets called cowboy. Um, and this movie kind of has that western feel to it. Um, you know, you got this man by himself. You know, against all odds, he got a little bit of a sidekick. Not the sidekick really with him, but in a lot of those old west movies, he had like this outlaw cowboy, and he had the sidekick. And Al is kind of that sidekick. He's there to support them along the way. I don't know, it's a very it's yeah. a very western feel, even though it's just confined to a building, it does kinda of have that old west feel. And it's got a shootout at the end. It um, does. And um um <laughs> I don't know what version you watch or not, but um I watched this on DVD. I watched the um it was called the branching uh edition. Yeah, I did, I just have radio. Yeah, they were there were just some extra scenes and they were in black and white. Really? Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I gotta see that. I, I gotta see well, that. Well I I own it on DVD, my friends. I wonder why. So, wonder why I'm black and white. Uh, because they didn't finish like fully editing it. Edit, editing it, so they just added that into there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was. I want. <coughs> I wanted to you know get a different perspective, but there really wasn't much difference besides like that and maybe like one extra scene. Wow. So there really wasn't too too much about that one. You have to let me watch that. Absolutely. But I'm also like um, <laughs> this. I towards this scene they had um. Uh, the guy from Real Genius, Doctor Hathaway, is in this movie. Um, he plays the uh, the news reporter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like this is part, <clears throat> the part when he comes on. Yeah, we um, get out. We get out. You know what's we in this movie? Right around this time is uh, Principal Vernon. Yes, Paul Gleason. Yes. He is Paul the late Gleason. great Paul Gleason, who he is such a heel in this movie. He's he just like I mean he's just like Principal Vernon. He, he's a spoiler to. The actual progress in this movie. Yes. So, <clears throat> the great Paul Gleason um, is in this, and honestly, we also kind of he cuts over to uh, what I like to ha- dub, and I think it's gonna wait. It's gonna have to be somewhere in the you know trademark at this point, because just like in our last episode, you know the terrorists in the last movie and in this movie, honestly, honestly, reasonable terrorists. Um, yes. Bonnie Bedelia, you know Holly, she goes in. And she's she just like, like takes charge. She takes charge, like, and she's after, like after her boss gets the award. Yeah, after after Takagi gets killed, she's like she's obviously very high up in the company. Yes, 
She has to go in office. And she's like, we have a pregnant woman out there, and we need to put her in one of the rooms of the couch. And he's like, we'll bring the couch out. And she's like, she like gets him to agree, and he actually is like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll bring the couch out to you. So very nice terrace. And she's like, and also, if you don't want to get messy out there, you better start giving us bathroom breaks in groups. See, See you done. So it's like also he's like okay I'm I yeah. I'm not a bad guy even though I'm a bad guy yeah um so yes maybe we need a trademark honestly reasonable terrorists um and any movie we watch if the bad guys sometimes the bad guys are very bad but sometimes the bad guys I'm like hey man it's not that I can see what these guys are doing but also these guys really aren't roughing us up that no, much they're, not. they're 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 allowing us to sit here um he's just gonna do whatever he needs to do. And let us go to the bathroom. So honestly, reasonable terrorists. Um, yes, now the police are there. Um, they're fully aware of that. Like, they're fully aware this yeah. is a very serious situation. Um, what happens after this then? Um, I get the, uh, that he um, he says his patented line. He says, uh, you became motherfucker yes. when he's talking to um, to Hans, I believe. Which would we, yes, would we say that that is the biggest quoted line because like I said this one's got a lot of quotes would you say that that is of all the top quotes that's the top quote of this movie or of this yeah, movie yeah I would say I would say that was like yeah was... maybe welcome to the party pal underneath it now I have machine gun ho 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 no bullets another <laughs> one um but I would say yippee ki motherfucker yeah is, is is the key quote of this movie and I also think that around this time, he's like mentioned that you know nine of your guys are down, and I was trying to do a tally. I did not. I was not at nine. You know, I was doing my death count. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if this were killed off camera or this was like you know, like didn't make it to the edit I was watching. Yeah, because there are a lot more guys. We, yeah. yeah, I gotta. I'll let the rewatch and see how many guys get off the truck, and start you know going down the list. Because yeah, maybe maybe he uh, killed some off camera. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we don't know. So yeah, so then John sets off the explosive at this point, right? Yes. Um, because he, he finds yeah, he, the C four. Yeah, he makes that C four and he throws he, it. He rigs it up somehow shaft. and throws it off down the yeah. elevator shaft. Blows part of the building to high heaven. This is um, also part of the, the um beforehand, the uh, the the bad guys have the um. Uh, the rocket launch. Yes, takes yeah. The tank. yeah, 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 yeah. The quarterback is toast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love that. Just like his like, like fake acting. Like he's watching a football game. Yeah. It's oh yeah, game. yeah. Because that's when that's when Al comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was on the quarterback is toast when they're they're launching the rockets at the uh the little uh the little at uh, the SUV. Yeah, yeah, the little bat, and it comes up, and he's like, <laughs> the Theo's like the quarterback is toast. Um, that's when he throws, then he throws the explosive yes. at the end. Yeah, that, I love that part. And then, um... They cut to Argyle. Uh, mm-hmm. he just, like, he just, like, he in, just, the, in the backseat, just, like, <laughs> partying next to the little stuffed animal that yeah, he got on. Yeah, yeah, that and just car phone has got reception all the way down the, the parking tunnel. Yeah. I mean, that's how... I can't get a signal in my office building <laughs> on my cell phone, and I have an iPhone 14. So, I mean... That's a humble brag right there. That is a humble brag. Um, but yeah, so John sets off the explosive. Al and John bond. Um, you know, they kind of have, like, you know, their first of few like, you know, kind yeah. of bonding situations, you know, talking to each other. Um, Ellis, you know, does a couple key bumps yes. and, and goes he, in. Doesn't he, like, make a few, like... Rape, racist, like comments. Yeah, he no? says like things like I, you uh, he doesn't care if you know I'm dealing with whatever. I forgot what he says, but he kind of just uh. But I, I I I do like what he does. How he asked for he asked for coke. And yeah, he did. I was, I wrote that down. I, so he, he I, I, <laughs> they brought him Coca Cola, and I'm like that's that's funny yeah. that they brought him Coca Cola, and I think that that's either two things I think happen here. Either one, I think he asked for Coke, and they brought him a Coca-Cola. Or two, I think that while they were doing that scene, they thought, what would be fucking hilarious yeah. to show here? Because they pretty much pour the Coke, yeah, like a- and then he like holds it, like like you, you 
see this? <laughs> like, do you see what this is? Or, or it could it could be one of those things where <laughs> product he, he, he asked for Coke, and they're that's what I'm saying. They're German. They, they, they don't understand. They that's understand. what I'm saying. They, they, yeah, yeah. They, that's the first thing I'm saying. It's like it's a miscommunication. He asked for Coke, and they're like, oh, Coke, 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 of course, of course. And they bring them Coca Cola. Yeah. Um. I I love that, and I I'm glad. It's funny that we think alike. Uh, because I literally wrote that down here. Um, he kind of has a Dennis Miller vibe. He's like, he okay, does. babe, what if I told you that Barishnikov and Gorbachev were having a Zima and Gorky Park? Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> really bad uh, Dennis Miller impression. It's, it was fantastic. Um, but uh, he gives uh, his list of. And well, first, all I like here actually is John, when finds out that Alice is there. Because Ellis is playing like he's John's friend. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know you. Come on. Because he, he knows. What's going to happen. What's going to happen. It. He's like, Ellis, Ellis, these people aren't working with you. And he's like, and he's like, come on, babe. After all these years. And John just goes silent. He's like, fuck it. You know, I'm not, I'm not setting my part in this. And that's when he's like, oh, must be a disconnect. And boom, gets killed. Yeah. Um, because Ellis, if he would have just kept his fucking mouth shut, might have made it out. Yeah. Um. But you know, but he doesn't. Um. Then we got uh, Hans giving his demands, and I love his demands that he gives because it's it's to send the police on a wild goose chase. You know, he's like, you know, I want these yeah, terrorists released, and he just he says one then like Asian Dawn, and the guy's like, what? And he's like, I read about them in Time magazine. <laughs> and so he know he's yeah. just he just he's just doing this just like to jerk them off. Yes. Like, he's, he's just like fucking with them. And I just love that he doesn't even care. He just like it. Just this is not about the terrorists. This is about the money. Yes. Um. He's in it for the money, baby. Hell he's yeah. not here to make friends. No. He's here he to make, make money. money. Like CM Punk. <laughs> I, I I do like I don't know like whereabouts we are right now, but um, like um, like Hans like comes up go goes up to look for McClane. Oh, that's later on. That's later. That's on. later. That's okay. later on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For, so. I do like that scene. So this, like, it, right now we get like yeah, FBI uh, agent Johnson, special agent Johnson. I do like that. No relation. No relation. <laughs> I, I like that. That was a nice yeah. little. Yeah, little the, punch they they did. they're also obviously not very related. One is white. One is black. Um, but they they could be adopted brothers. They could um, be. But I, I do like that. He's they just like no relation. And then now the other scene, <laughs> agent Johnson. No, the other one. <laughs> that was uh, very, very funny. Good laughs. Um, good oh, then, laughs. then, yeah, then right after, then we get Hans uh, doing his American impression. And did you know that originally, like, they were going to do, like, a scene like that together, but then the director, like, heard um, uh, his his American accent and, like, thought it was really good, and he put him into it and had right. him do that scene. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I could see that happening, but you can. What I like is that you can kind of hear a little of his accent behind it, and I don't know if John heard it or if it was like when he gave him the cigarettes because those German cigarettes were like when you know uh, when William Clay uh, Hans smokes. Yeah. He's like he says like, "Oh yeah, I'll have one." So it, it doesn't seem like he's a smoker, and he just smokes it with ease, like you know, no. Like, it's almost like he didn't blink. And I don't know yeah. if that's what kind of set John off because John gives him a gun. And he's like, okay, we're going to handle this. And all of a sudden he starts speaking German, puts the gun on him. And John's like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. and he's like, give me the give me the detonators. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to help. I can't help you there. And he's like, click, click, click. he's like, oh, no bullets. So obviously John knew something. Yeah. And it, I do like that scene, Clay. Bill Clay. Um, <laughs> perfect. I mean, because that scene, I think only when he said Bill Clay, Bill Clay, was there no accent. But you can kind of hear his accent just slightly yeah. under that fake American accent. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's when that. the shootout happens. Yes, and yes. And then yes. he's like, you know, Hans is telling him to, to tell him to shoot the glass. the glass. Yes, yeah. So, once again, walking through barefoot. Getting glass all over, getting bloody feet. Tarantino approves again. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is. He's like, oh my god, this is, <laughs> this is in the spank bank material for sure. Um, yeah. So I do kind of, you know, and you know that glass is made special. Yeah. Uh, it's real glass. Um, but not only do they get real glass, a these glass makers, 
make it so that when the lights shine through on it, because you know it's like it's a very blue glass and it's very it does it, it pops. They could have just got fake glass, and he wouldn't have to wear the prosthetics. So you can kind of see that You're his feet, kinda, do, yeah, yeah kind of look a little big. Like if they just did fake glass for that scene, um, for me, the audience viewer, I don't care that the glass shines, but maybe that's an artistic thing. Um, I don't know. I think the prosthesis feet kind of take away from it, but still a great movie. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that part is, is perfect there, um, yeah. in terms of what happened. So yeah. Uh, what happens after that? Uh, this is about when they, um, they're trying to like, cut the power. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. um, I, I forget his name, but like, I swear it was him. I think I had to double take and look it up yet, but I think one of the city workers was the, was a limo driver from Blank Check. Okay. Maybe, I, don't no. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Was it? It I, sounded like him. It sounded a lot like him. I could. I. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, well, but he just. He had that like that. They kind of like. Yeah, you see, yeah, I know. Like he has that kind yeah, of like okay. that like nasy, weaselly voice. I do have a nasally voice. Yes, but you're not the guy from Blank Check. You're not uh, dead. I'm not the guy from Blank Check. No. no. Um, the then, power gets cut. Yes. Yeah. And then, that's what they needed to happen because that last kind of. They need that miracle. Yeah, again, said. Christmas miracle. You ask for miracles, I give you the FBI. Um, oh, and then uh, Theo's like, he's like, have a little faith, Theo. You know, be a, be of good be of good cheer, Theo. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that power gets cut and it opens the vaults, which you think the vaults go in lockdown, but the vaults, the power surge cutting opens the vaults. Do you think, by the way? Chicago, do you think he's into some shady business? There is like art. There, there is antiquities that should be probably in a museum. Um, there is that samurai, uh, that you know, samurai outfit. outfit. Yeah. There are there are yeah, statues. There's paintings. So I think that he's doing something. These are not just investment pieces because if they're investment piece, you know, you know, you still have them on display. Yeah. So he's something. He's doing something. Why does he have need to have six hundred eighty million in bearer bonds? I don't know. He might be up to something he shady. He might not be up and up. He might not be as clean as we think he is. Um, Carl tries to get his revenge, you know, because his brother is dead. Yeah. So he is fucking pissed off beyond but belief. This is also where uh, McLean, like, you know, calls out to, like, find his wife. Mm-hmm. And, like, he says something along the lines of, like, she heard me say I love you. Yeah, but, times, never said, but she never said I'm sorry. I'm yes. Like, like, that is such a great line. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. And... You know, it kind of plays into, like, again, just, you know, the imperfection of, of John McClane. He's this flawed person, and you know it. And you're not supposed to see this guy as this great guy. But he admits these, you know, tell her tell her this. And he's like, well, you know, you can also tell yourself, pal. You know, basically saying you're going to get out of this. Yeah. Again, another bonding moment that they have um, with each other uh, just kind of, you know, plays into kind of, again, that sidekick. Yeah, um, and that, that Al has. was this where um, Al was telling him why like he's like yeah like, um, yeah I was gonna say yeah. I forgot to mention yeah he has a hell of a story he's yeah. like, he's like you got flat feet and he's like why is that and he's like well you know why are you uh, not on the street and then he says like he shot a kid yeah he had like a toy gun yeah it's dark out he didn't see <laughs> no he just he just walked up shot a kid and said like, that's it I'm done <laughs> just like the like the police um yeah he accidentally shoots a kid. Um, so he decides that he's just gonna sit behind a desk all day long and never draw his weapon again, but he does later on. Um, so yeah, then we get, uh, Carl gets taken care of for the time being. Um, and, uh, yeah, then we got, uh, John McClane's and Holly's identity gets leaked by that reporter. Yeah. That sleazy-ass reporter. Yeah, the Dr. Hathaway yeah, from, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, uh, he, from the Biodome. Yeah, he was in, uh, uh, he was in uh, Die Hard 2. He was in Die Hard 2. Um, really? Just for a l- oh, little okay. bit on the plane. Because um, then he's like, uh, he gets in the plane, he's like, I, I can't sit next to her. And she's like, he's got a, I got a, rest- he's got a restraining order against me. I punched him in the mouth and knocked out two of his teeth. Because he's a real yeah. sleazeball in the... I don't know if you ever... He, he, he plays the sleazeball or, like, you know, like, 
smarmy like yeah, yeah. guy and all yeah, I think he was and I think he, he was, was in Biodome. He was yes. he wasn't he was definitely yeah, halfway yeah, in Biodome. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was in uh, Real Genius, another fantastic movie. Yeah, you're right, you're right. He, right. He, he now is, I'm put now I'm putting the face to He the name. plays so he plays that guy so good. He's like uh, how Oliver Platt like always plays the asshole in a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like that's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So the the identity gets released by the snooping reporter. Um and then, uh, you know, so now Hans has the the ace card. You know, he sees, you know, Holly Gennaro's yeah, like kids. He has her card. He's like, he's like photos yeah. of like, you know, her. And he flips yeah. out the picture and he's like, or should I say Miss McLean? Um, so now he's got that. You know, he's got that one, uh, one ace in the hole he can pull. Um, the FBI guys come flying in. And I like that one scene when they're, they're flying around. The older Agent Johnson's like, just like Saigon. <laughs> yeah. Goes, I, I was in junior high, dickhead. <laughs> like, clearly the younger guy yeah. and the older guy. And, and that older Agent Johnson, man, he is old. He's got something going on, like, with his face. Um, but he's got these, like, I don't know, these, like, pockmarks or something on his neck. So he's definitely an older guy. Younger Agent Johnson's like, yeah, I fucking was not in Vietnam. Um, so, yeah, there was that was that what happens there. Then, uh, what do we got? Uh. Oh, oh! And then he jumps off the building yes. because everyone goes up he, to the top. He, yeah, he goes yeah. to the top, and he starts like firing the machine gun. Yeah, yep. And yeah, that, that's when they that's when they fire down on him because yeah. they think he's a terrorist. Yeah, he gets he, everyone out. Then he's like, you know, where's Holly? They're like, she's on the thirtieth floor. Then this scene, no matter how many times I've watched this movie, and I've probably watched this movie a good fifty some odd times, um, but when he jumps off the roof with the fire hose tied to him, I get anxiety. Every fucking time I see him make that jump, and then like he's he's hanging, he's got to shoot the window, and he kicks the window out, and then he gets inside, and then he's got to quickly untie himself because the the fire hose rig is falling down. That scene, man. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, I don't know, anything involving heights, but I'm like gripping the armchair at that point when yeah. that point happens because it just uh. It freaks me out. I don't know if it freaks you out, but man, anything with heights gives me the bugaboos. Yeah, it gives me it gets me like completely nervous. Like I was watching a uh, a video the other day, and they were showing it was like they were mimicking that um that infamous shot of like people on the Empire State Building how they're all sitting. That yeah, 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 yeah. There was a ride at Rockefeller Center where you can do something like that. No on top. fucking way. And I saw it, and I'm I was I was getting anxiety. Ain't looking at it right there, like, and then they, because like it doesn't look like they have like a backing. Then they did a shot around, and they have like this little, it's a little backing, and I still, I wouldn't, dude, no way. They said they said it was only ten feet in the air, but I'm still no fucking, dude, way. no way. I, I, I get, I get, I get, I get, I get the boogaboos with anything, yeah, with absolutely, height. anything with height, man, yeah. Um, see, so yeah, he does that, you know, yeah. he, he kicks himself back in the building. Um, like I get the anxiety every time. Yeah. Um, so then. John makes his way down, um, really quickly to the back to like the the kind of the where the the party kind of started. Um, works his way through there. He squares off against the last because there's a bunch of murders that happened yeah. prior to that. The 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 uh, the uh, Ron Jeremy looking yeah. character gets murdered. <laughs> Asian Ron Jeremy gets murdered. Asian Ron Jeremy gets murdered. Um, one of the other guys who's it was bringing him up on the roof because now it's like a skeleton crew. Yeah. Um, and this is where like um, uh, Edgar Winter looking guy. What was his name? Carl. Carl. Oh. Him and Carl have that badass fight. Yeah. And, and like he it's hangs going him. back and forth. Yeah. I for like a yeah, long yeah, time. yeah yeah. And that you're like, fight. You're like okay, now this is where he dies. This yep. is where he dies. And that then keeps go. going, and then he like John like books it and gets shot in the arm. Yeah. Um, and then. You think then he thinks he's dead, and then it's like you know. Then he like he's hiding up in the vent, you know, the like a top like generator or whatever. He jumps on a Carl, gets him, wraps the chain around him, sends him off, and you think he's dead. You think he's dead, but he comes back later somehow. Um, so yeah, that that happens there. So then, uh, what do you got? John now just John against Huey Lewis guy. Yes, and Hans. He's got two bullets, yeah. two bullets, and the machine gun is empty. So he takes the handgun, and he sees, and he he has see, some he sees the card, yeah. you know, with the tape, like gift wrap section. He comes up again. Hans calls him a cowboy, and he's like, uh, "You know, what did you say to me, Yippee Kaye, motherfucker?" They laugh. 
Well, John starts laughing. And then that causes, like, you know, Hans and Huey Lewis, motherfucker, to start laughing out of confusion. And then he's like, whoo, whoo, pulls the shoots him, shoots him. And Hans goes flying down, you know, out of the building, hanging on to Holly's hand. So John, smart thinking, you know, lets the clasp off of the uh, nice Rolex watch that she got as a bonus. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, sweet bo- Rolex, because that thing is done. Mm-hmm. Um, nice watch, but it's not surviving that fall. It is not. Um, I hope they. Got, I hope she got insurance on that. Um, Hans falls off. There's that classic scene. They cut back to the flashback and uh, Die Hard: The Vengeance. That scene. <laughs> I heard two things about this scene. One, I heard they dropped him on two, um, to get the shock on his face. Yeah. But then the real story I heard is that they did drop him on two, but the take they used, they did it. They they took it a bunch of times, and they wanted him to have the surprise of falling but they also wanted him to have emotion and when he falls he doesn't just look scared he looks almost sad like he looks like this is it yeah like i'm dead and i i alan rickman nails it with just that look you know there's no shouting there's no audio from him it's just this look of despair and that shot i don't know alan rickman is he was great he like, was the greatest he was and amazing. that and that that reaction there is just so iconic um so hans falls off the roof they kiss so you know we got the reuniting of holly and john they're no longer bickering at least for now um and they, this they make it down then you know john and al are reunited. They didn't even say who they are. Yeah. Like, I like that. Okay, L definitely knows who that's McLean. Yeah. But McLean, how did he know that was him? He didn't give him a descriptor. Yeah. They just looked at each other and they share that laugh. And then they just, they, they give each other a hug like, man, we've been through this. Yeah. You know, you were on the ground. You're the, you're what got me through this. I think that that's what John is telling him. Like, you got me through this, pal. I, I, I do like, um, like uh, what Argyle did earlier, he um he spots the uh, the ambulance that they're getting yeah, ready to punch Theo. Yeah, Theo. Yeah. By the way, the only survivor. How much jail time do you think Theo gets? Oh, he's Cause Theo he's, gets Theo probably gets because he's knocked out. The police are gonna unless he manages to escape. Theo is gonna. Get is he dead book. though? No, because he just punched him. He he hit oh. him with the car. He so he hit the the ambulance and then he get Argyle gets out. And then just punches him in the face. So he just kind of knocks him out. Okay. I don't think he murders him. So I think he just knocks Unless him Unless it's so, a really hard punch. So Theo comes too. And, I mean, uh, and, and what's going to happen, Theo is going to get the book thrown at him because he's the only survivor. There's all this mayhem. Um, yeah, he's he's fucked unless he escapes. Um, Carl comes back from the dead, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he survived hanging there for a little bit because he definitely hung there for some time. He did. Like, how does he get down? How does he get down? <laughs> because John leaves him, and then when everyone's coming down, you see him. I He's still there. So, I mean, he was hanging there for at least a couple minutes. But he comes down. He's all ready. And all of a sudden, Al, the man who was afraid to pull out his gun, manages to... Shoot clean down, shot. Clean One shot. Done. Which, you know, hey, he just pretended it was a ray gun and shot him. Yeah. Um, so he shoots the bad guy. The news reporter comes up. This is why Holly has the restraining order against her. And he says something. I do like that in this movie, they didn't have John punch the reporter. Yeah. You know, which could have been the very macho thing to have. But you have this empowered woman that's like, Fuck you, basically. Yeah. Punches him in the face. I do like that because Holly is kind of a no-nonsense woman. I mean, she's got this great job. Um, she's obviously super smart. Um, John basically married out of his league. Yeah. Um, when he gets her, he gets a, a, a career woman. Um, he gets Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah. <laughs> he gets this woman who can provide him with a great life, and she's like, "Hey, let's come out to California. You can live here. You know, probably could have got a job with the LAPD." But John is so fucking stubborn. That he fumbles that bag, um, at least for a little bit. Um, so she punches the reporter. Um, by the way, then it starts snowing. 
more. The papers are all flying down. Again, that I think was a very homage to Christmas. Yeah. All that white paper falling down, that wasn't just an error. And I think the 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 director has come out and said, Yes, it is a Christmas movie. So is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, it is. Justin, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? It one hundred percent is. It one hundred percent is a it's Christmas movie. Probably in my top five um of Christmas movies. It is my favorite Christmas movie. I think it's just a great movie. Again, great action movie, great Christmas movie, just a great movie in general. Um, final thoughts, because that's the end. Yeah. Um, final thoughts on the movie. Um, this is 100% one of the... It's, it's a great movie. It, it's, it is. It's, um, I would recommend it to... Highly like, recommend. Would you recommend it to like your mailman? Yeah, I would recommend it to my mailman. Would you recommend it to a um I don't talk to my mailman. I'm an sure. Irish, you know, you know, New York City cop uh visiting his um his wife in LA. It might be a little too close to home to him, but I guess I would recommend it to him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, cool. I mean the subject matter I yeah, mean, yeah, kind of okay. sounds kind of sounds like our antagonist in the movie, <laughs> our protagonist. Um so yeah, I I I I agree. Like I said before, I'll say it again. As my kid says, it's goaded. Um, I guess that's something the kids say these days now. It's goaded. Anything that is good is goaded. Die Hard is goaded. Um, did you do recasting? I, I did a few recasts. I only did um, like who would play you know you know John McClane if we uh, okay. We could. I went I went with um Andrew Lincoln. Okay. You know from Dawn of the Dead. And I think he would. Okay. I think he would do like a pretty good job. Okay. Right. I was I was thinking that, and then um for Hans Gruber um, Killian Murphy. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't know if he can do German accent or not, or if they would have him just do you know a British accent or Irish accent. Yeah. But I, 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 can, I can see that. I, I mean, can see that. You have two handsome guys. Just uh, I don't know if I believe out. him as being that big of a villain, but he's too handsome. Too, he's, he's, he's too handsome to be a villain. Um, I did my. Is that all you did for recasting? No. Yeah, that's all I did. Um, so I did. I did some. So Holly, I would, and I guess this is gonna play into. I'm gonna play for John, but I'll wait on that. Uh, Sophia Varga, uh, Vergara. Okay. 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 Um, I think that she would be great in this. Uh, Ellis, maybe Dennis Miller. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> a little. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. Um, um, Theo, uh, Don Cheadle, for Theo. I, I like think it. that I think Don Cheadle because he's basically kind of a Theo S character in Ocean's yeah, Eleven. Yeah, he's he's a bit he basher. Does, yeah, he does. He does kind of uh, sansy, yeah, um, terrible accent. You know what's funny is like he did that accent, and they're like, he's like, oh god, this is shit, and like they're like, no, now you got to stick with like in, in in the subsequent Ocean movies. He's like, can I change it? And they're like, no. You gotta stick with it at this point, and they and they know it's bad. He's like, oh god, I hate this. Um, Hans, I have Mad uh, Mads Mikkelsen, um, Casino Royale. Okay, um, okay. He was uh, Urso, um, in Rogue One. Um, Alrighty. So yeah, I think Mads Mikkelsen uh, will be for uh, for uh, Hans. Um, Cuba Gooden Jr. for Al. Okay. Um, I like that he would bring that kind of comedic um, touch, but because he's got he's got such a great kind of vibe. And I also think that he could play to the sensitivities that Al had uh, really well, too. I think that he could, he would really knock it out of the park. And then for John, I have two picks. Okay. So my real pick uh, is Matt Damon. Um, kind of already did the action thing with Born Supremacy, the Born movies. So he's kind of got that, he's also kind of got that uh, urban feel, you know, we'd make a cop from Boston instead. Um, he's kind of got that very sensibility, very kind of, you know, you know, rough around the edges you can play. Maybe Matt, uh, Ben Affleck, I don't know. And then the pick that's now going to be my bit uh, for every action movie recasting, The Rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Rock, which, by the way, The Rock is going to be, I will find a way to shoehorn The Rock into every recasting. Because nowadays, face it, if you're making an action movie, you basically got to put, I think that it's not a written rule, rule in Hollywood. Uh, what role is The Rock playing? Um, so you put The Rock in there. So I think for sure it's The Rock. I like it. Okay. All right, man. Um, yeah, this is definitely probably like I enjoy this movie. Like I I watched this the other day with my wife, and we just enjoyed it. And it was like hard to like keep notes because I'm just like watching the scene. Yeah, I'm watching them. So it's like all right, let's go back with this done real quick. And I wrote down 
Like, I had a tough time taking notes too. I, don't I had a tough time taking notes, and plus, like my handwriting is terrible as it is. I so I could not make heads or tails. Like what? Yeah, well, you I and I have the same handwriting. Yes. I jotted it all down. Then I went to the library this morning and typed it all out. So I had you know, I knew what kind of what I wrote. Um, I do. I did for this movie. I've done for every movie. You know, the previous movie. I'll probably do for every movie I ever watch for this thing. Got high before it, um, <laughs> which makes watching a movie and taking notes very, very hard. Um, but yeah, I, I love this movie. And one thing that I forgot to mention was like, um, <clears throat> obviously you have a great action story. But also what I love is that the subplot, there's a couple of subplots rolling throughout this movie. Um, you know, kind of take on the, these, whatever we feel is traditional masculine roles. Um, and John kind of acquiescing to his wife um and letting her do her thing um i don't know i, I think that's good then there and then also i feel that uh, uh there's a real critique of the media as well um and the obsession the media has yeah. so that like, subplot didn't need to be there no. and, and it doesn't move the story along but i also love that it's there because um it just kind of helps it does help move the story along i feel it does so great movie fantastic movie um so brian um any idea of what you want to do next? Am I putting you on the spot right now? or <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like putting me on the spot. Um, you sent me a text the other day, and I think maybe we should do all in one episode. The Substitute movies, one, two, and three. Well, yeah, all there in four. one episode. Four? four. There's four. four. Yeah, I so don't know if I, I have it in me to watch all four Substitute movies. We don't have to do them all. We can do like a series run. We'll watch one of them. Watch the first Tom Berenger one. And then down the line, we'll do the Treat Williams, R.I.P. Treat Williams. You know, um, speaking of Tom Berenger, I often confuse, and this is where my, the bong resins in the brain, I confuse Tom Berenger and Tom Bergeron. Um, they're totally different people. <laughs> I know they're totally different people, but sometimes I'll go, oh, Tom, oh, Tom Berenger, the guy from Major League. <laughs> Tom Berenger is fucking insufferable. He is. Where, I know, but I just... Tom Berenger is legit awesome. I confuse mm-hmm. the two. So Tom Bergeron and then Tom Berenger. I don't know if it's the Tom and the B that kind of throw me off, but that kind of that kind of part of my brain kind of short circuits sometimes. And I kind of cannot tell you how many times I have made that mistake. Um, where I, I And especially, I credit Tom Bergeron being in major league a thousand <laughs> times. Um, when could you imagine that role with Tom Bergeron? By the way, he would be more comedic then because he's wasn't he kind of a comedic person? He was like on the America's Funniest Videos. Yeah, that's yeah. this thing. Then, then like some of the people will say, "Oh, the uh, Tom Berenger," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, the guy from America's Funniest Videos, man." Um, again, that's where I get the two confused. Uh, it's not like they look alike. It's not a Timothy Oliphant and Josh Dumal no. thing. These are two guys who couldn't be any more completely different. Just the 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 sole connection is the name Tom and the letter B. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's the next one. I don't know why I went off way off topic there. That's one of way off topic. Um, we can watch cast. Uh, what is it? Uh, Lockup. Um, we could. I don't want to do Tango and Cash just yet. So, no. uh, Lockup. And then do over the top, um, yeah. I don't know. We can also get a little cagey if you want to. Oh, we can we can celebrate the days of cage miss. Um, yes. <laughs> um, we could we could do a Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't want to do Con Air just yet. No, um, we, are, we. I don't want to like. I don't want to do Con Air do, until yeah. I find out why our father hates Con Air. So I, I I don't want to come out swinging and doing it all. Yeah, I don't want to blow all the big back. ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we might do some like well, like lesser known ones. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas and, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, ha- happy holidays. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah. Bye. Bye.